Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Atlanta Startup Podcast. I'm William Leonard, your host and investor here at Valor Ventures, the leading seed stage venture capital firm in Atlanta, Georgia. Today, I'm really excited to host Anthony Maley, co-founder and CEO of Vouch.io. Anthony, welcome to the podcast. Hey, William. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, real pleasure to, to be on your uh, platform and to meet your audience. Awesome. Yeah. Let's uh, let's kick it off. I would love to to have you educate our listeners on the, the Anthony Maley story. Yeah. So, you know, probably from my accent, you can tell I'm, I'm not from around Atlanta originally. So I originally Scottish. I've traveled the world, really. I've been all over, all over the world performing CTO or chief architect roles. Uh, lived in Belgium for 10 years before moving to Atlanta area eight years ago, nine years ago now. Uh, so yeah, so like I say, I've been been chief architect or, or CTO for, for some incredibly large companies. And, you know, the, the reason we got into to our own startup was, was essentially we'd built so many successful products for those companies that we just had to do it for ourselves, to be honest. So that that's really my journey to Atlanta. Awesome. Awesome. And so you are Scottish originally. What did you study when you went to university or, you know, what were some of the early interests in your career that, that kind of brought you to this world? Yeah, yeah, I've got quite an unusual background in terms of I didn't go to university. I kind of came through at a time when computing was was really emerging, certainly in, in Scotland. Uh, and the education system around that, that wasn't so great. It, you know, really, i I picked up computing from a very young age and just felt I had a better chance of reaching goals by doing it my own way, which was a bit of a gamble, I've got to say, but it, but it worked out for me. Uh, I've worked for companies like Microsoft, etc. And that's that's vindicated my choice not to go down the, the traditional route, uh, but certainly a bit of a gamble. But that's, that's how I got into it. Really, people inspired me at a very young age. People like Bill Heard at Commodore, for example, really gave me the idea that I could do this on my own and consume myself with educational uh, resources outside of traditional ways to learn uh, and grew my career from the bottom up, really. Interesting story. And so how did you practically land here in the US? What what brought you here to Atlanta? Yeah, so so I was working for companies like Microsoft in the UK, worked for companies like Sony in the past, all in the UK. But I got an opportunity to, to work for Toyota in Belgium. So they were looking for someone to come and help them transform away from traditional manufacturing systems like mainframes to be more digitally focused. Uh, and I went there and spent 10 years really helping them transform uh, towards a more modern computing approach, I guess is the best way to say that, uh, into telematics, you know, into mobile applications. And from there, really, you know, after 10 years at at Toyota, I was looking for a new challenge and a company in Atlanta reached out to me to do the same job for them, uh, but based in Atlanta. Uh, So that that brought me here. I then moved on to a bank based here in uh, Atlanta and did the same thing for them, essentially. You know, like I said earlier, that, that got me to the point of, hey, you know, I need to be doing this for myself and and not just building products for, for these companies. Right, right. And so talk to us about what Vouch is practically doing. What you're building in the automotive space, but, you know, what is Vouch? What are the solutions for your customers? Yeah, so so let me just take a little step back there and explain how we got the idea for Vouch. I think that's quite an interesting story to explain really what Vouch is trying to do. Uh, so, so when we, we started the company, I really wanted to do something breakthrough 
in, a, in an emerging space like blockchain or smart cities or IoT or machine to machine, all of those areas were really interesting to us. And we had many good ideas for products there, but we always had the same problem. When we tried to connect to a machine or try to uh, have a machine trust a human, we just didn't know how to do that, right? We didn't know how to do that securely. So, you know, we had the scenario where you were in a smart city landscape of how, how can I trust this this device that I'm connecting to hasn't been tampered with? And I just couldn't answer that. And then the reverse of that was also true is, you know, how can that device trust me? Or how can that device trust another device? And when you think of like uh, connected cars or smart cities, that that's really the, the core of that whole use case. So we actually pressed pause on our product ideas and went to solve that problem to make them viable. Uh, and we actually solved that problem in that that's where Vouch came from. And solving that problem, we actually created a whole whole product platform for introducing absolute trust for humans and devices and devices to devices. So based on that, we've built a platform that we can use to drive uh, innovation through trust. It, originally, we'd actually tried to market the, the product as a kind of decentralized identity management platform, right? Big mouthful, big complex thing. But it was very difficult for us to explain to people uh, how you would use that and what that does. You know, so so things weren't so easy to sell at that point. So what we decided to do was focus on one industry that we knew really well. And a lot of our guys, you know, they're all very senior, but a lot of them have automotive experience. So we thought, hey, hang on, digital keys are a thing that's about to emerge in this platform. Our platform can actually really solve this problem better than anything else that we've saw. So we, we spent a lot of time tailoring our solution for that market. Uh, so right now, our products in the automotive space can provide digital key, so for access and operation of a car. And we can do that either embedded inside the car at, at factory line, but we can also do that in an aftermarket way, which means we can add one of our devices to, to a vehicle and allow companies like fleet companies to, to add digital key technology uh, to their fleet. We've actually now extended that whole use case to use our, our identity, which is really the core of our product is that digital blockchain identity, to allow for automotive devices to trust other automotive devices and to also know who's passing those commands all the way through a chain inside the, inside the vehicle. So we can say, well, William's driving the car, so he's trying to do this as the owner of the vehicle. That's okay. But perhaps if you've shared a key to uh, a friend and he's trying to, you know, reset your vehicle or or transfer ownership, maybe that's not okay. And our platform can actually protect against that. Interesting. So it sounds like, you know, this is almost bigger than automotive. You know, it, it sounds like the vouch platform can be used in multiple use cases besides the automotive. So are there any other industries that you and the team plan on disrupting? Yeah, yeah great point. Yeah, and like I say, at our, at our core, Vouch is really a digital identity platform. What we use to to protect, you know, whether it's a vehicle uh, or whether perhaps it's a hotel room door or a home door or a garage door or an IoT device, really doesn't matter to our platform. So we're really at a core industry agnostic. But what we're planning to do, William, is move from automotive, keep extending that, but move into the hospitality industry. That That's really where, where we're aiming at. 
so hotels and you know complexes, campuses, college, those kinds of spaces where we can really drive some interesting and unique use cases with trust. Yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, I think you you kind of hit the nail on the head on some of those high touch areas, especially hospitality. When you think about Airbnbs, you think about hotels and in units where there's multiple parties in and out daily and multiple times a week as well. So that security is really imperative. And yeah, no, I, I'm curious as to, you know, Voucher's approach to solidifying their self as a market leader in this digital identity space. And can you elaborate on how you're working to, to kind of build your moat and then how you're different from competitors in, in a sense? Yeah, great question, actually. Uh, so, so I think what we do that, that's different from, from most companies in this space is we're actually end-to-end for our solution. So it's not just our blockchain-based solution, which is quite unique in itself, but we also build hardware for every industry or use case that we're trying to get into. And the reason we do that is our technology can actually protect hardware uh, for secure boot or unauthorized access. And we can really protect and build a chain of trust from the user using a phone, perhaps, or a device, all the way through to the the circuitry on the car or a hotel door or an Airbnb, any of these things we can protect end-to-end. And that's quite unique. It allows us to to provide trust all the way through the use case. Uh, But but where we're really different is our use of blockchain. So we don't use traditional uh, kind of public key infrastructure, certificate-based things that a lot of companies use. Uh, That's a very traditional way to do it. Uh, we use uh, blockchain technology to provide something called a Merkle proof, which is you know essentially uh, something that can be verified by every single device or every single piece of software in that chain. So we always know that when communication is moving from device to device, we always know that that, that is allowed. We can verify that in an offline way. So we don't need a central cloud server or anything like that for our solution to work. We can actually verify the each step of the process, which is really quite a, an interesting use case. The, the other thing that really sets us apart there is organizational level keys, for example. You know, if Amazon was to use our technology, every single person that works for Amazon could have a role under that umbrella company. Uh, So if you were to allow for delivery access to your home using one of our devices, an Amazon employee could be cascaded permission to do that at the right time. Most of our competitors, or if not all of our competitors, are very much aimed at the retail friend and family type sharing use case. Okay. And, you know, I I I just think this is is so interesting and and really a forward-thinking concept. And I guess as a customer in your current use case, in the automotive world, you know, we know Teslas can be accessed through their phone. Is Vouch better suited for electric vehicles? Is it better suited for any car? What is the most practical use case right now for for Vouch in the automotive world? Yeah, really, it's any car, uh, to be honest. So, you know, our, our technology will work just as well on an electric vehicle as it will 
on a traditional gas-powered vehicle. Uh, but what I will say about electric vehicles, and that's a huge target market for us, is our technology is very low-power-based, uh, right? So you know, hardly uses any power. No electricity is really used. Even though we're using blockchain, for example, we use that in a very sustainable way, and it's a real key differentiator for us. A lot of people think about blockchain being the thing that's destroying the planet for mining cryptocurrency. Actually, we're the complete opposite end of that. Our power consumption uh, on a vehicle or even on our server levels is incredibly low. So it's something we're targeting is to help uh, not just electric, but also solar car manufacturers. One of our clients is a solar car manufacturer in Europe right now. And we've really helped them reduce their power consumption uh, for things like immobilizers and digital keys. Gotcha. So there's also a, a consumption aspect to it as well, which is interesting. Yeah. And, and I want to shift gears here a little bit, Anthony. You know, sure. you've been building Vouch uh, for a little bit of time now, um, and you've obviously found some success and, and and product market fit. And I'm curious, do you have any insights or, or um, unique perspectives on on building a company uh, at the early stage for other founders? Because a lot of our listeners are founders at the idea stage or founders who are pre-seed, seed, and they need to take that that next step in their business to get to that, that next vector of growth. And, you know, you've, you've achieved that. So I'm curious, do you have any insights, any perspectives on how to, how to build successfully, um, particularly here in the Southeast United States? Yeah. Yeah. I have a few things that, that I can share that were certainly very useful for, for our company. I think the most important one was finding finding a unique use case to focus your product or service on. You know, when we started, we really tried to solve the world's problems, right? We had a platform that could literally be used for anything. And we were so proud of that. So every time we had an opportunity, we would tell everyone that we can solve world hunger and make everything perfect. Uh, but people didn't know how to buy that, right? They, you know, people don't know how to buy such power. They have a very acute problem and they just need help with that normally. So, you know, focusing on automotive, for example, really allowed us to build our company and get traction, made it very easy for us to focus, find the right customer fit, get the right marketing, you know, get the right narrative for our product. Uh, even though it's just a small percentage of the possibilities, you have to resist the urge to tell the world how good you are and just really focus on one thing that you can sell and then grow your company based on that. That's the first thing that, that I would say. And certainly from a Southeast perspective, the only way we got there to that, that realization was by leveraging some contacts we have here in the Southeast, some mentors. You know, We are actually part of the ATDC in Georgia Tech. And we've had some incredible mentorship through that that have helped us really focus and really really find a path and a narrative the the mentors there have certainly been through a lot uh, personally and they can give you some good advice and you know my advice to people out there who are, who are getting started is take all that advice people tell you advice for a reason uh, and usually it's because it works right uh, so that that approach really really helped us we, we listened to all our mentors and applied that wisdom uh, and it's worked out for us. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, you know, you've, you've lived in Belgium and Europe for um, some years and you've seen those entrepreneurial environments and you moved here to the U S and saw the environment here. 
And, you know, were you thinking of building Vouch anywhere else except for Atlanta or the Southeast? Was there any other geography that you thought you could build in? And why did you really ultimately choose Atlanta to, to build here? Yeah, it's an amazing question. Um, Europe and the U.S. are very different from a, from a kind of startup culture. There's, you know, Berlin, for example, in Europe is very hot. There's a lot of hot places. But the approach there is very different, right? It takes takes uh, some real dedication and and some luck to 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 start a, a company in Europe and be successful. Um, in the US, the, there's more availability of finance, uh, and there's a bigger market for you to to hit, right? And once you're inside the US, you have it's much easier to make those sales. To be honest, you know, not not that sales are easy. Sales are impossibly hard at times, uh, but there's more opportunities here to to be at bat to to make a sale than in Europe. Uh, but to be honest with you, it's only because of the kind of startup culture in Atlanta that's really grown over the last ten years that's enabled us to do to do what we've done. You know, the ATDC, all of the different VC companies that are in Atlanta, we've spoke to most of them and taken advice. Even our, our lawyers are based in Atlanta and the advice based on who to speak to, where to go, how to do things has been invaluable. So actually Atlanta is the perfect place uh, for a startup right now in my mind. And uh, I don't think we would have been as successful without without this approach. Yeah, I think you you hit the nail on the head there with, with just all the resources here like ATDC, um, they're just an invaluable addition to, to any startup looking to build here in the metro Atlanta area and throughout Georgia as well. And you, you pair that with the, the college talent that is here in the city yeah. as well, Georgia Tech, uh, Clark Atlanta, Morehouse, Spelman, Georgia State, Kennesaw State. You have all these universities, such advanced programs um, that really immerse their, their students into the real world throughout undergrad. So, so yeah, definitely that, I, that, I see that. That's a great point. And, you know, the, something I should mention is we see Atlanta as our central hub to grow the company. Right now, we're very geographically split as a team, right? So we're all over the world, frankly, our team. But Atlanta is where I really want to grow the core of the company as we become bigger and bigger. And it's because of the available resources, like you mentioned there, that's mm-hmm. such an attraction to a company like ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. How big is the team right now? And you said you're, you're kind of spread out all over the world. What are some of the interesting geographies where you have team members at? Yeah, we have 27 team members now. Uh, we're growing very fast. Uh, that, that, may, that number may even change today. We're growing that fast. <laughs> uh, but we have people, uh, obviously, in Atlanta. Uh, and in the U.S., we have people in uh, uh, New Orleans, Colorado, California, New York, Virginia. And then we have people in Poland, U.K., Portugal, and we have quite a few people in Belgium, actually. Mm. And then in South America, we have people in Brazil. So we're, we're very uh, geographically spread as a team. Yeah. Oh, we and have people in India also, actually. Oh, wow. So almost every continent, you're almost there. Yeah, we're, we're trying. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I think it's it's critical to touch on something we spoke about earlier in the podcast and, and how vouchers really seeking to be applied in more than just the automotive use case. How do you practically get to that, that next use case? What are, what are some of like the testing, the customer discovery that you have to go through? Because, you know, a lot of our listeners may have more than one use case similar to Vouch, but getting to that next 
vector is difficult <laughs> because you're so used to selling into one. So like, mm -hmm. how do you prepare the team? How do you refine your sales approach to go into that next vertical? Yeah, uh, amazing question again, William. Uh, so our approach to that is to use some traditional methods, um, but also some kind of perhaps unusual methods as well. So we're, we're always looking at industries to, to kind of match our technology fit to the problems in that industry. So we use very traditional methods there of looking at gaps, doing competitive analysis, speaking to people in that industry to find out what they think is missing and what problems they have, what costs they're trying to reduce, where they're trying to increase security or reduce friction. We do all that kind of thing. Uh, but we also build prototypes and take them to the market. So, so for example, uh, our ideal customer that we don't have, but we'd love to have is Airbnb. And the reason for that is every time we do a, a kind of analytical study or prototype, everyone always says, oh, this is like Airbnb or Airbnb can really use this. So it's not just uh, people in the industry, it's people who have used Airbnb's services that can see how it can be applied. Um, so we actually build real hardware and real software, and we actually put it in those situations and we get people to try it. And then based on that, we then take those findings into those industries uh, to, to get some support, maybe some press coverage, et cetera, and then grow the product based on that. Um, but it's, it's really helped us a lot uh, is to actually have something physical and tangible to demonstrate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that's, that's the smartest and most direct approach, right, to take, um, to get that direct feedback from the exact use case that you're looking to build in. So really, really interesting insight there. And, you know, as we're wrapping up the call here, you've been building in this space for almost five years now. And I'm curious, you know, what is your take on the state of innovation within the, the digital identity space? How far are we from seeing widespread use, use cases um, here in the, in the United States specifically? Yeah, I think there's so many different exciting startups and even established companies in the identity space trying to, to break through in this area. Uh, so I think you'll see things emerge month by month right now. What, what's really interesting, though, is people have a need for a, a frictionless experience, but also for it to be very secure, right? So, so what does that mean? Well, for us, that means we need to remove things like passwords and we need to remove things like shared secrets. So that's something that is passed between, you know, your browser or your phone app or your device to a server, right? That someone can copy or steal. Our solution does away with both of them. Uh, so it makes it really impossible for people to, to pretend to be you. They literally have to be you and have your device to represent you. And that's really a huge step forward in, in innovation on, on identity and trust. We're probably not unique in that area, but we're probably more advanced than most places and most companies in doing that. A lot of the traditional companies like Microsoft or a Rock, they're still stuck to that centralized model where they have a, a big central server uh, that people can attack. We're very decentralized, for example. But it's clear that everyone needs this problem to be solved. So I think you're going to see some really interesting, more frictionless, more secure solutions coming to your home and your office. 
and the apps that you use, it's coming real soon. That's an interesting point because you you touch on the frictionless experience um, and you think about the restaurant industry, right? You know, they're not taking cash anymore. They want you to pay with your phone. If you go out to eat, you can check out at your table. Um, Don't even have to interact with the waiter at a lot of places. Um, And so I think that's going to translate to a multitude of industries. So I'm excited to see how Vouch really inserts itself and in the hospitality world and how you continue to insert yourself in the automotive world as well. So I'm really excited for that. And, you know, Anthony, I think this has been a great conversation, really insightful. Um, you definitely educated me on, on this space. And I think our listeners will find great value as well. And really excited to see the growth and expansion that Vouch experiences over the next few months. So appreciate you joining me, Anthony, and we'll have to do it again. Indeed. Thank you, William. It's been a, a real joy for me. Some amazing questions. Um, awesome. Yeah, and I hope your listeners enjoyed it. Yeah. Cheers, Anthony. Thank you for listening to the Atlanta Startup Podcast. You know, we're not just a podcast. We're a community, and we'd love to see you at one of our digital or physical events. Go to valor.vc and sign up for an event that makes sense for you. We have events for founders and the investors who back them. Another event you might enjoy is Startup Runway. The Startup Runway Foundation is a Valor organization that provides $10,000 grants to founders who are women or people of color building next generation software products. Applications are free and we'd love to hear from you at Startup runway.org that's startuprunway.org and as always thank you so much to the organizations that make this podcast possible not only valor ventures but also right to market a tech marketing and pr agency in atlanta georgia and the startup runway foundation and atlanta tech park Valor's headquarters, and also headquarters for over 100 local entrepreneurs building global businesses. See you next week. Please bookmark the podcast and join us.